Hello, and a warm welcome to the Northern Grower Podcast. My name is Erin, and I am an educator, homesteader, and gardener. I garden in a Zone 3 climate, and here on our homestead we grow food and we save seeds. I created this podcast as a place to share my passion and help educate others to grow their homesteads and gardens, increase their self-sufficiency, and learn a little plant lore along the way. So let's enjoy growing together as we navigate this amazing journey of homesteading. Hello, you can feel it, right? The changing colors of the leaves, the chillier mornings, and the turning in and darkening of the evenings. You might even have some pumpkins around. And if you go into town, you live by stores, Halloween stores are popping up. And, you know, we're definitely in the thick of the fall season right now. Which I appreciate. Our fall season here is beautiful. The leaves are turning color. They're yellows and oranges. And you know, the day is lovely. It's it's still warm. It's getting up to like 25 degrees at, at, during the day. And then on the night, it's cooling off. We're actually getting frosts overnight. We've had some frosts. Um, but I like that balance because I can't sleep when it's really warm at night. So I'm really enjoying being cozy in bed, but being able to enjoy all the warm weather during the day um and our garden is we are definitely rounding up a lot of the harvests on our garden uh like i said we've had some frost so we've been bringing things in putting some beds to rest over winter we still have some things um out in the garden we still got carrots and kale growing um sage is still out there i'm trying to think of other things off the top of my head but you know what i am going to um the next couple of episodes are going to be like a kind of fall season homestead update um, with what we're working on here on the homestead, um, which then you maybe you can bring back and apply to your garden or homestead. Um, but also, I'm also going to do an episode on pumpkins and seed saving from pumpkins because everybody's got pumpkins right now. So ideas on what to do with your pumpkin and how to save seeds. Um, so those are the next two episodes I have planned. I just can't decide what order I want to do them in. So I'll just update as needs be over on the Instagram there when a new podcast episode goes up. Um, but yeah, today is more, it's not quite, it's incorporating some gardening aspects. But I thought today's episode would be kind of more like just a little chit chat homestead lifestyle type of podcast. Um, We're going to look at today, I thought it would be interesting to talk about um, like our traditions for observing the fall and the autumn, because there are a lot of um, traditions as well at this time of year. And so I thought it would be interesting to talk about some of the things we do here as part of our, um, just kind of our lifestyle and our our practices that we do here. Um, And I would talk a bit about the folklore a little of fall and autumn traditions of course it's harvest time as well and also for I have I do have the witchy homesteaders crew that do listen to this podcast and so for people who are more witchy minded or like practice or observe very traditional type of um, holidays or festivals or a lot of also like slow living practitioners are also really into observing the seasonal changes within their homes um, so I am going to talk a little bit about um, Maybon um, traditions here that we do um, and what Maybon is. 
And so then if you do practice that or you're kind of thinking about doing something for it, there are some ideas here, hopefully for you to take away with you. All right, so let's get into it. We're first of all going to just talk about what's in a name. So this time of year is the harvest season and it's actually just passed on the 21st of September, but that was the autumn equinox. And so it's known, this time of year is known by several names, most commonly autumn or fall. And there's some interesting history here, but in British English, autumn is the name referred to this wonderful season. And it is derived from the Latin word autumnus. And I grew up calling it autumn because I grew up in Britain. So that's what I commonly grew up with using that terminology. Fall is used commonly in North America in both American and Canadian English. And of course, that's pretty self-explanatory. Fall refers to the falling of the leaves. Maybon may be another term you use around this, that you hear around this time of the year. Um, and it's the name given to the festival celebrating the autumnal equinox. It is also a Sabbath. So for those who observe the Wiccan Wheel of the Year, as it's a Sabbath on there. It's also a harvest festival. And the first harvest festival is typically Lammas in August. The second harvest festival is uh, Maybon, which is around the autumn equinox. So around now, pretty much. Um, and it's a time of year, you know, across many cultures and beliefs um, to celebrate the harvest, give thanks for the harvest. Did you hear my dog in the background there? She just did the most terrifying yawn. Wow, that was spooky. Um, but to give thanks for the harvest, give thanks to the earth for providing. And for some of us, it is also just a time of year to really round up final garden projects, final harvests before the winter season. So those are some names, kind of terminology you might see um, as you go through life during autumn. I do want to point out that a fun fact that I was researching the kind of history of the words autumn and fall. And so fall actually also used to be the word used in Britain for um, autumn. And then as for whatever reason, right, we had um, settlers leave Britain to come over to North America. They kept like the old terminology fall. And then in Britain, they actually, like, di the languages diverged and they um, started using the word autumn to describe the season. I'm not quite sure why, but that's just a little fun fact I found. So really, in North America, they're actually using, like, the traditional, the old English word for it, which is kind of cool because I think, just going off on a side tangent, but I think that a lot of people... Um, I don't know, just being in Britain and growing up there, we kind of see like American English as less than type of thing. But then when I read that, I was like, huh. So Americans are actually using the old English word, the very traditional word. And it was the Brits who diverged into a new word for um, fall. They started using autumn. So kind of a weird, interesting, fun fact. Um, but yeah, that was it. So I think we'll talk about Maybon first. Um, because like I said, I have a group of very like witchy homesteaders, folk homesteaders here who observe or practice Maybon. And or if you've ever been kind of interested in dabbing, dabbing into this world and recognizing like the harvest and honoring the harvest and practicing a harvest festival, this is an idea you could do. 
Um, so if you want to observe Maybon, this year it did fall on September 22nd to 23rd, which was the date of the autumnal equinox. However, I am not a believer in that you have to be like really a stickler for observing everything correctly and rightly. Um, you know, it's all about intuition and intent, so you do you. And you can still honor the autumn and the equinox, um, even if you were to practice recognizing Maybon in some way now, like that would be totally fine. Um, so what we do is, and a lot of p other people do, you create like a Maybon altar in your home. And it's basically a space that not only looks beautiful and seasonal, but it serves as a functional space to give thanks and honor the harvest. So we kind of go out and start collecting things to put on our like Maybon, Maybon altar. I actually call it like the Maybon centerpiece because I actually, you double it up just also for space in our house, but it's also really pretty and I don't want to, I don't like shoving mine up somewhere that's um, in a corner. And so I actually kind of create this big um, like Maybon um, centerpiece basically on the dining table. And basically they can have virtually anything on there that is appropriate and suits the person's needs who is crafting the altar or centerpiece. Um, but typically you want some food offerings on there. Uh, so we use harvested items such as pumpkins, apples, corn. And then you want decorative items that represent the fall season, such as leaves, candles that have fall scents. You can also include seasonal flowers. So a vase of sunflowers looks really beautiful as a centerpiece. And even dried flowers or herbs would represent the preserving of the harvest. So I have bunches of dried sage. Um, this year I also have like lavender and I've bundled them up and I have put them on this altar, on this centerpiece to just recognize the, the power and the beauty of the herbs we were able to harvest and we've dried them out and uh, they're there as well as a reminder of our harvest season. And you know as well as being crafted from like seasonal decor and goods and stuff around the garden or homestead, it's just a really lovely activity to participate in like you get to like I take my son out and we get to go for walks to gather items for it and we get to be outside and we talk about the changes of the season and what's happening and why the leaves are falling and why they're turning a different color so it's also a really lovely um seasonal activity and uh tradition that you could incorporate and it's just it's kind of serves a really functional educational purpose as well so um, I really love that um, but don't overthink the Maybon altar remember it can be personal to you so think of what is significant and important for you during this time of year and remember intention is a key part of altar making so follow your intuition and instinct here I do also want to say on the autumn equinox, we made a very like Maybon fall themed dinner. Um, and if you missed it, you still time to make those. So enjoy. Um, like we had a dinner for our family. We had apple. I actually made apple pie, um, which was delicious. We had on the day of the um, equinox, we had a simmer pot. And I will put a post on my blog. Um, just about our autumn simmer pot. So it had like cloves and apples, um, cinnamon. What else did I put in there? Sage. And I just simmered that on the stove all day. And it smelt like 
oh, it smelled just beautiful, warm in here. The whole house, the whole house basically smelled about everything I associate with fall. Um, so those are some of the other Maybon practices we did on the day of the equinox. Um, but of course, do it now. Do it this weekend if you if you still want to observe that. Um, and like I said, you can cook um, seasonal food too. And so make we made a beautiful apple pie um, at this time of year as well. I really like to enjoy pumpkins, which I know it's kind of a joke, you know, that you see about the pumpkin spice latte basic person. Um, I'm not going out getting a lot of pumpkin spice lattes, but uh, one thing I really enjoy is um, using squash for dinners because we have a lot of squash. So we've been enjoying like roasted squash tacos. Um, and we also have really been enjoying, I like pumpkin overnight oats. It's really delicious dish. Um, I should put a recipe for that too on my blog um, because it's a really delicious, um, easy dish. And it serves as a really great breakfast or lunch the next day, but then it's also got that really fall seasonal twist, especially if we're into practicing like seasonal eating. You have the pumpkins and like the cloves and the nutmeg in there. And so it just, it tastes delicious. Um, so I really recommend looking up some seasonal recipes too. So you can do some um, Maybon eating and Maybon feasting at this time of year. So arguably the beauty of homesteading and slow living is the seasonality of life. It's you're choosing to observe and uphold the changing seasons to slow down and appreciate what each season has to offer and to work with. And you know, you're not working against the natural world around you. And so for many, myself included, fall does bring that connotation or even the arrival of those certain crops such as apples, squashes and pumpkins. So like I said, centering um, your practices and your traditions around the food that is available at this time um, can be a really great tradition. So moving out of more, although they're Maybon related, but moving more into other fall traditions that we do here on the homestead and they've kind of become things that we do every year to mark fall and recognize the season. Um, so for us as well, like our slow and our simple and our seasonal traditions, like you said, revolve around the food of the year. So what's available, what is being harvested, what is the food that must be gathered and preserved? Um, so, you know, to me, nothing says traditional living than observing a seasonal diet and embracing the foods that are in bounty at this time. And we're going to create memories too. We're creating memories as a house of foraging and canning and feasting on these foods. So one of the big activities we like to do is spend a day apple picking. So going to gather apples, um, whether that is foraging, if you have um, local apple trees to you. There's also a lot of um, apple you picks. Apple you picks are coming, are becoming a thing I've seen. So you can go to an orchard and pick apples. But it's a delightful fall tradition that we've been doing for the last few years. We spend one day every fall um, outside um, you know, it's kind of the last few times for us that we're spending outdoors before we get that, you know, winter and we have to wear tons of layers. We take the apples home and then we spend an afternoon, usually the next day, um, processing them. Um, so we enjoy like when we process them, we make apple butter and we always make a batch of apple butter every year and can it up. And so you put those apples in that slow cooker and then it's sitting back and just enjoying the cinnamon, nutmeg, apple butter cooking smell. 
um oh it's just amazing and then i do also make up a lot of apple pies and apple crumbles as well at this time um so just an idea to do you can start incorporating we call it like apple picking day um so there's always just basically an apple themed weekend in our fall repertoire and it is just you know i think part of it is creating really lovely memories for yourself or for your household and i think you i highly recommend and canning up all those apples as well like the apple butter we can we use that um, in recipes i've used it in oatmeal uh, we just use it on sandwiches on toast and also you can convert it into barbecue sauce um, which is really neat if you want to make some homemade barbecue sauce. So it also serves as a base for other, other other activities. So basically, if you want to nurture some fall traditions on your homestead, go learn some seasonally appropriate recipes and host a harvest feast. Gather with friends and family and reap the rewards of a summer's work of gardening and foraging. Perhaps even enjoy the last chances to dine outside before the snow and cold settle in. And like I said, you can display all your foraging or harvest goods by creating a delicious dinner or um, on the autumn equinox, the harvest moon, or, you know, even canning it and just enjoying it throughout the winter months. And another tradition that we do observe here, so we do have an apple picking day. Um, the other tradition we like to do is candle making. This is a time I really like to take stock of the candles in my home and uh, start to make some new ones for gifts. They make beautiful gifts um, for the holiday season, but they also, to me, they're very seasonally appropriate because fall is a time of the evenings getting darker, the mornings are getting darker. Um, many homesteaders will have access to their own honey um, because bees, you know, fall is when you can also start, people have been taking off honey from their hives um, so you're either getting your own honey or you should be able to find local farmers that have honey available. Um, usually if you just search it up, you can find somebody. Um, and then all we do is we source some honey wicks, we source mason jars, and we get to making some candles. And it just, it's very homely and kind of feels very like we are paying tribute and recognizing that the days are getting darker because we're creating a, pr a product, creating this item that is going to bring light um, into the house during those darker months. And you're using local honey, you're using all good stuff. And there are many great resources out there for learning how to make candles with beeswax. Um, you know, but you can appreciate the light that your candle is going to bring. And candle making is a really good skill. And it's kind of a, re a revival in some part of the old ways. And, you know, you're bringing light into the darker parts of your home during the year. It's a really appropriate craft for fall and a really lovely tradition that we have also adopted at this time of year. So we always do a candle making um, afternoon or weekend as well. So get your mason jars, your wick, your beeswax, and you can just make some very simple but very beautiful um, candles as well. And then some of the other tasks that must be done during this year, but are maybe not so much in the kind of traditional rituals and um, practices for fall. But, you know, plants are going to have their winter slumber and it's a good time to get some final gardening jobs done and organize some aspects of the home. 
So for the garden, I like to put the garden to sleep for the rest of the year. And so whilst we are thinking of harvesting and gathering, some garden items do need to be planted now in order to get growth the following spring. So I'm in zone three and I will be planting garlic tulips and some perennial seeds can be sown. So sunflowers, wildflowers can be sown now. Um, more so, I would say they can be sown in the fall, but we should wait until October. You don't want them to kind of get tricked if we get any warm spells and they start to grow and then you realize that it's going to be winter again. So you kind of want to wait until October. Um, but I do plant garlic and tulips and we'll put a lovely little mulch layer on and it feels like I'm tucking them into bed for the winter season. And then lots of other um, crops are pulled out of the ground and we will compost and turn over our beds and um, leave mulch on them. So we're kind of just setting them up with some nutrients for the winter, getting them bedded down for the winter. And that is the garden work that we typically do. And it, in terms of home, I also do a really good home organization. Um, so if you're sitting here listening to this, now is a good time to sort through your pantry and clean the kitchen cupboards. I tend to find as we are in the kitchen more, we're cooking warmer meals, we're in a lot preserving food. And so I really noticed the kitchen cupboards have ended up in like a state of disarray and need a clean. Um, especially because summer we cook a lot outside, we have cold meals, we're on the barbecue, and then suddenly we're like back in the kitchen and I noticed that there's a lot that needs to be tended to. Sort through the pantry, move older or close to expiring food near the front so you use it, and place your newly preserved food towards the back. Take stock of your supplies and see what is needed to order so you get nice and stocked up for the new season. I do find in my area food also tends to go up in price in winter, so I do like to stock up on basic pantry staples and supplies, such as salt, flour, baking powder. Um, so I do like to do a good pantry take, a pantry stock up, and especially when you're putting up a lot of cans, you should really start moving all that older food to the front and start thinking of how to use it up. So overall, just be ready to enjoy the harvest and embrace bringing in warmth and light into the space. Try creating some fall or Maybon traditions such as apple picking, harvest feasts, creating centerpieces or altars, candle making as a means to reflect upon the busyness of summer, connect to the land's bounty, and have gratitude for the changing of seasons. So I hope you really enjoy some just chance to... Fall is a very busy time, so I hope you do enjoy a chance to just take some time to reflect on the garden season, to slow down, um, to create and nurture some memories in your household and your home and to just give thanks as well for the harvest and what we have, what you've been able to grow, what there is available for you to forage and pick at this time of year. So thank you so much for listening. Um, next episode, like I said, I can't decide between pumpkins or um, just doing a fall kind of farm update. I'm leaning towards pumpkins um, and what to do with pumpkins, how to use them, how to save seeds. So that will be the next episode that is coming out. I really, really thank you for listening again. Really appreciate it. I wish you a wonderful autumn season, a wonderful Maybon, and I really hope that your harvest treated you well and was bountiful. Thank you and take care. <laughs>